Welcome to the On The Gold Podcast. Today, talking with Chris Ralph on Dig It All or Use Your Discrimination Sparingly. Welcome everybody to this episode of On The Gold. And again, in the ongoing series with professional prospector Chris Ralph, we are going to talk about a very, very important subject, especially now that we have new types of discriminating detectors into the gold industry that are working, but do they work all the time? Hey, Chris, how are you today? I'm doing great. So I don't even want to mess around with this one. You know, there's not a lot of preamble here. Dig it or use your discriminator sparingly. Yeah, and you know that we talked about this a little bit on the Lost podcast. Yeah, the Lost podcast. I am so glad that within our first season we have the yeah, Lost, Lost podcast. podcast. <laughs> we talked about this a little bit, and you and I don't necessarily see exactly eye to eye, but we're pretty close on it. I think we are. Um, you know, I, I totally agree that if you're in an area with minimal or even kind of moderate amounts of trash you really should dig it all but there are places where there's decent gold where uh, the trash gets pretty bad Mm -hmm. and one of the things that i think that's uh, important with this is a lot of guys just don't know how to get uh, the proper performance out of the discrimination systems on their metal detector they uh they, they don't understand it and so you know, they use it incorrectly or maybe get bad results that they, you know, could have uh, could have avoided. And so I guess if you're if you really are a brand new prospector and you're just getting started, maybe you should dig it all, even if you're in a trashy area. Although people get discouraged with those trashy areas and walk away from them. Um, I absolutely agree. And and some of those have been my boon areas where. I found a lot of trash. I was willing to dig through all, almost all of the trash. Well, in the old days of not having a decent discriminator, yes, I would dig through all of the trash. I absolutely would. would. So there is the, the discouragement, but the word that scares me the most is the new word for discrimination, dependency. And I mean, we'll get into, and this will naturally lead into that, but discouragement and dependency are the two things I think anybody that's out there with a discriminating detector has got to be absolutely aware of. One of the things that you have to understand in order to use these systems properly, because all, all the gold oriented detectors give you basically is a ferrous, non-ferrous. It's not like a, um, uh, the treasure a detector made for hunting schools and parks and you know that sort of thing where it t- tries to tell you whether you got a quarter or a dime or whatever and uh, w- with your gold oriented detectors you really just get ferrous versus non-ferrous right but what what the prospector has to understand is there's really three options not just ferrous or non-ferrous but you have to accept and understand a response from the detector that says, I don't know. Oh, yes. And, and if you don't get the I don't know part of it, then, um, yeah, then you are going to walk away from gold nuggets and other stuff that you really should be digging. Mm-hmm. So you, you have to, 
you know, if your detector is bouncing around or giving you odd sounding signals, it doesn't seem to be locking on one way or the other. You got to accept that as an I don't know. Mm -hmm. And part of the deal with it is, is gold, you know, a lot of times the gold that you dig is small and the detector needs a pretty good sample of what it's detecting in order to be able to differentiate between ferrous and non-ferrous. Mm -hmm. And so if you're digging a target and it's bouncing around and bouncing around, um, you know, you're getting, if, if it's one of the silent versus sound types, um, you know, you're getting chirps, but not nothing solid. Um, or if it's one of the types that has an indicator bar or something, like I say, it's going one way, it's going the other, it's going a little bit one way or a little bit the other, it's not really sure. You got to accept you're not getting strong enough signal. And so you need to dig more until you get a strong signal. Yes, yes. Yes. The other thing is that you have to be over the top of it. I've seen a lot of people swing near a target, like they're not really pinpointing it accurately. And so if you take a detector, even if you're close enough to get a decent reading and you swing near the target, but not over it, or you swing right up to the target and then turn around, you don't swing actually over it, but you just swing up and then back off before you actually go over it. You can get all kinds of weird, weird readings. Uh, the other thing that you can get uh, is when you have more than one target in the ground can give you very strange, unexpected readings. So I guess you have to have the experience to understand when you're seeing more than one target mm -hmm. and then understand when your machine is bouncing around. It's, it's not telling you ferrous or non-ferrous. It's telling you, I'm not sure. Right, right. And that is – and. That and more than one target. These are those are two really good things to run down. And and um, I, I can give you a case in point. Yesterday, I was out with uh, Kevin Bell and his friend, and Rick heard a target. And this is this is where using your discriminator scares me, uh, especially with a new <laughs> user. It really does because he was a new user. And he, I heard the target. We had some headphone failures. Guys didn't have the right cables, whatever. I, I don't even remember what it all was. But now I've got two guys out there working without, without headphones, which for me wasn't bad because now I get to hear everything that they're hitting. But I was talking to Kevin, listening to him go over a target when I heard Rick hit a slight target. And the first thing he did was go into the discriminator on this particular machine that he was using. He went right to the discriminator and it gave him a bouncing signal. It wasn't ferrous, it wasn't non-ferrous, but because it didn't drive a good audio signal, he started to walk away from it. And I, I, I called him out on it and he, and he started digging and he did dig a little tiny piece of iron trash. It looked like, it probably looked like just the, what was left of a boot tack or a, a furniture tack. Okay. And then going back into it without discrimination, because I just I, I just forbid him to use the discrimination at that point, he dug down about another two and a half, three inches and pulled out his first gold nugget. But had he just gone with that discrimination, used that discrimination, he would have missed that target, missed that target over completely. Because it wasn't a big nugget, it was a little nugget. And the iron signal was a higher, was a, a much more 
positive signal. And by eliminating it, he thought he eliminated everything that was there. So, you know, there's, there's that part of it. Uh, so that, that's where I get a little scared with, especially with new users. And that's where dependency bothers me. I don't even know where the hell I started out with this, but you know, I just, I just wanted to share that part of it. But, and then the, the other thing is, is that, you know what, keep on going, keep on going. I've got other things I want to talk about is this, but we, we're, we're on the same side of the fence on this, but we're just kind of standing on the opposite side of, of, of the fence post. Yeah. It's more like we're different flavors of the same ice cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Vanilla, so, vanilla and vanilla bean. So there we yeah, go. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, the, the times that I use the discrimination, actually on the detector we're talking about, I, I, you don't have a problem with me mentioning detectors, right? No, absolutely not. Okay. This so on I, this I, I show. I was the other day using my Gold Monster 1000. Right. And uh, I found a little tiny patch uh, six or eight weeks ago when I was with some guys, but we found it way at the end of the day, and I took out, I don't know, a half a dozen little flakes this was in a hydraulic pit in California uh, in like an hour, okay? It, it, it honestly, it was taking me four or five, because the flakes were so small, it was taking me four or five minutes to get them out of the hole and into my bottle. Um, so I, I thought, I need to come back to this spot because we had to leave. And uh, so I came back just the other day and went around and got another half dozen little pieces before I thought that I'd fairly well cleaned up that immediate spot. Um and almost all the targets bounced around and it's like, yeah, it's a weak target. It's bouncing around. I'm digging it. And I dug, I think I dug one piece of iron and it bounced more to the iron side than to the non iron side, but I dug it anyway. I did walk away from one target though. It was just a screamingly loud target and the detector said iron, 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 iron. And, you know, this is a hydraulic pit of which most of the gold is really tiny. Mm-hmm. And so I walked away from a target just because, you know, there's there's big pieces of trash sometimes in those pits, um, rusty old, you know. Th- this was a target that was bigger than a nail. Right. This was a can-sized target. Right. And it just, I mean, the detector was 100% sure and I poked around it from different angles, and it was still 100% sure, mm-hmm. so I went away. And this is where, you know... That's I, a choice. I, yeah, it, well, it is a choice, but given today's technology on ferrous discrimination, I, I, I can't disagree with you that that's not a good choice because five years ago, before this technology existed, if you had that just that iron signal from any manufacturer detector, um, it, you really, to me, I couldn't trust that. I really couldn't trust that. Now, and I've hit with my same machine, with my Gold Monster, I've hit ferrous targets that were just absolutely ferrous targets, and I've hit these so many times, and there is no question. But if I hit that ferrous target and that, and that bar bounces at all or that sound bounces at all i'm gonna dig that target i'm absolutely gonna dig that target and every time i have it has been a successful target but it sometimes it's been iron sometimes it's just been you know just something else in the in that same vicinity along with a tiny piece of gold 
Five years ago, I couldn't do that. Today, I can. I can go out there. And as you just said, it's Ferris, 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 no matter how you turn to it, uh, how right. you looked at it, it still remained as a Ferris target. Buddy, I'll trust that all day long. it was a strong, day. loud target. Yeah. It was a strong, loud target. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, when you have weak targets, the detector takes a fairly decently strong target in order to have a decent reading. Right. And so when you get little chirpy targets, which the gold that I was digging at this spot were all little flakes. Mm -hmm. I dug, the, the other day when I was there, I dug six flakes and the total was a little over a grain. <laughs> Not a gram, a grain. Great. Yeah. Okay, so six pieces totaling a little over a grain. Yeah, that's that's really tiny. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, but it was fun. I had a good time. I videoed most of it and had a good time with it. So So here's was, here's where the purest argument's going to come in. Okay, Chris, yeah, sure. You went ahead, Chris, Kevin, whoever else is out there using this new technology and, and just saying, you know what, no matter what, no matter how I hit this, it is a solid iron target. There is no fluctuation in any way, shape, or the form of the target. And we walk on and we go to the next one. Now the purist is going, the purists that are left out there, they're going to say, but Chris, Kevin, da-da-da-da, all the other guys, how do you know that you didn't leave a gold nugget a big gold nugget under that great big Ferris piece of iron. If, if it were under there of any decent size, then it would interfere with the, the reading, mm -hmm. especially if it wasn't perfectly under the iron target. If it was off a little bit to the side, which is way more likely. Right. Um, you, you would pass over it and you'd get start to get like, a non-ferrous, whoops, then ferrous reading. Mm -hmm. You know, it, the, the machine would be giving you a double bleep or something like that, a little bit. And if it's a confused reading at all, you've got to dig it. The confused reading is the reading of I don't know. Yeah. Yep. And so you've, you've got to dig all the I don't knows. Uh, it, it, if it's really, really certain, uh, and you know, and, and the other thing is, like you talked about new users. If you're a new user, yeah, you should dig it all. Wait until you've dug a whole bunch of those, and and look at the discriminator when you're digging it. Even if you're going to dig it all, you know you you dig it, and you know the detector saying iron, 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 and you decide, okay, I'm digging it, and, and you dig it out, and you know it's an old piece of a tin can. It's like, oh, you learn something from that. Mm -hmm. It's an educational experience, and you chalk it up to experience. And after you've dug a, a few hundred of those, then maybe <laughs> your education will add up and. You'll say, okay, well, you know, I, I know what a, a solid iron signal looks like, and I'm going to, I've got experience with my detector. That's true, too. You know, it's, it's not just the new technology, but it's knowing your detector and, and having and spend enough time out in the field that you know how it reacts so that you can make those judgments. And that was, that was where I was leading this into, uh, is that you can have the greatest technology in the world. But if you don't know really what your detector is telling you, if, you, if you're not really good friends with your detector at this point in time, you really don't know everything that it's telling you. And, you, and you, need to, you need to start learning that. You really need to know your machine inside and outside, you know, forwards and backwards, the whole nine yards. And one of the things, and one of the things I, I stressed yesterday while I was w with these guys is that, 
you know, if I get up here and I'm just going to use this as an, as an example, it's a brand new area. Let's say I've never hunted it. I'm going to dig every target that I hit, even with the discriminator going off. When I dig four or five, eight penny nails, I see where they're hitting on the discriminator. I hear what the signal sounds like. I know that if there's no fluctuation or anything else, I'm not going to dig any more of those. But I'm going, I'm going to dig a few of them just to make sure. Now, the one thing I want to ask you, Chris, because this is something I've noticed in some of the areas that I hunt, but I also go from one extreme of ground mineralization to the next. Have you noticed that your discrimination settings will change, or I'm sorry, your discrimination series or signal will change based upon the ground mineralization that you're in? Oh, absolutely. There's no question about that, that that the uh if you get a, a heavily iron mineralized it it does affect the uh the signal that you get from the machine right so the big the big lesson there is for people that are using discrimination you cannot just say that okay i work here and this is where i always work but when i go over there if I hear the same exact signals i can just depend on that to always be correct I, I just, I, I have a hard time with that one. That's the one that, that I just won't buy into completely because I've had some signals and not necessarily on this new technology, the gold monster, where I mean, if that thing nails Ferris and it doesn't fluctuate at all, there is no, I don't know. It is just this. But I've gone into other areas because of, because of ground mineralization. It was a, it was a iron signal. But when I dug it down, it wasn't necessarily all iron. You, you've got to know your surroundings. You've got to know where you're working along with what you're working with. I don't know if you agree with that one completely. No, I agree with it. Not only that, but I would add that it's not just iron. It can be salt. Yes. Too. Yes. Um, I hit a, a spot that uh, some friends bulldozed in uh, an old hydraulic pit. Okay. They had permission to everything. It was totally legal. Right. And around the center part of where they bulldozed uh they got some really great nuggets i was there and we were just digging nugget after nugget after nugget after nugget because you know once you have it was an old hydraulic pit it's a tertiary pit and once you scrape off the trash (laughs) that's on the surface and get down through the gravel to the bedrock there's nothing there that's metal other than gold and so we did that but there was some really salty ground around the periphery of that little spot and boy, you'd go there and the detector would just moan and groan and, and <laughs> you know, I couldn't use any of the discrimination. I just had to use my ear to try and discriminate just with my ear from the moaning and groaning of the detector to the signal sound through that of a target. And I, I did pick out a couple little nuggets, but it was hard because the you know, the salt was difficult on the detector did you ever have the opportunity to work any of the salt areas in australia when you were there Uh, no no we never got into any significant salt and i had uh the detector i was using at the time was the 5000 Mm -hmm. and it it does pretty good on salt but we never got into any of the salt lakes or around the edges of the salt lakes that kind of stuff no i didn't see any significant salt i've seen way more salt in nevada uh, in places, there's places where the ground in Nevada is pretty salty. That is true. Up there by, uh, oh, in the right north of the Rye Patch area, there's salty areas. Right, right. Yeah, I um, 
taken on a, a, a couple of day trip and we got into one of the, one of the really alkaline or one of the really salty and, and, and it was just, it was miserable. It was absolutely miserable. I, I've never, I've never been so beat up in my life and how those guys could sit there and work through that on a day to day basis, just more power to them. I just, I couldn't do it. I just, I flat couldn't do it. Just made me crazy. Okay, so what yeah. are what are our takeaways here? Well, anything else? You, anything else you no, want to add no, on I, this? I think we're ready for takeaways. Okay. Um, I, I would say one is in order to use the discrimination, you have to understand your detector. Mm-hmm. If, if you're not experienced with your detector and recognize the sounds that it makes, you should not be using that discrimination yet. Two, you have to be experienced enough to be able to accurately pinpoint the target. Because if you can't pinpoint it and you're swinging just near it or, you know, not quite to it or something like that, uh, your discrimination will give you weird readings that are unreliable. Mm -hmm. So you have to have the skill to be able to pinpoint. And then third, just, you know, to have the discretion to mostly dig it all unless you really, really need to, to use the discriminator. Mm-hmm. And I think that goes along with that. Absolutely goes al- along with my. Uh, please don't ever become dis- dependent upon your discriminator. Right. You know, know when to use it, when not to use it, and I and I think for me is that takeaway. Don't become dependent upon it. And the last one is to for me is is remember that every area is different, and so when you step into a new new area. Make sure that you know what you're hearing. And that kind of falls back across all of your takeaways that you said. And I think that's it. Sounds great. Okay. So dig it all or use your discriminator sparingly. So there you go, folks. Until the next time, enjoy yourself, have fun, and go prospecting. And when the night's dream comes in, I'm taking everything.